Hello, I'm Ramey. And I'm Beth. And this is the Leveling Duo, the podcast for two friends, in this case, siblings, talk about the video games they played and enjoyed. And Beth and I used to play a lot of Halo, didn't we? Combat Evolved, the OG Halo game. Yep. We were both Spartans, of course, unlike Halo 2, where one of you is usually a elite if you play co-op, since the elites are working with us in that game. Spoiler, Halo 2, elites turn somewhat nice. What do you remember most about that game? The Flood. Yes, the Flood. You could shoot off both their arms, and they couldn't attack you, and they would follow you through the map, and we'd call them Floodles. <laughs> and they would just be like a pet we'd try to keep alive throughout the whole mission. Uh, that was the library, I believe, wasn't it? The mission where you go and fight all, fight all the Flood to get the key for Guilty Spark. And he was trying to activate the Halo arrays and kill everything. He was a little trickster. Cortana threw a fit and launched him. Well, I don't know if she launched him. Yeah, she launched him because she did, she said he could just float and sputter because that's all he could do. <laughs> I've already talked about Halo in this podcast before. I think it was like my first or second episode. I played a lot of solo, but every so often we'd play. We finished the whole game. The hardest part, of course, was the final mission where you have to drive the first person shooter, the best first person shooter of its time. You had to drive in the final mission across the Pillar of Autumn, the ship you crash in. And I usually did the driving, but no matter who did it, it was, we were flipping over multiple <laughs> times. Or <laughs> those vehicles weren't meant to turn as quickly as the corners no, in that ship no, demanded. There's right angles. <laughs> <laughs> and there was also hills that you went flying over. Yeah, or couldn't fly enough, and then you fell in the middle and had to start in like a, a dip that you couldn't get enough speed to do them again later. Yeah. Uh, eventually it got so bad near the end of one of the runs that we tried to run the course, but you couldn't walk up <laughs> those hills either. <laughs> it was rough. And then, you know, I think the third game ended in the same way, didn't it? You're trying to escape a halo and you're driving the whole time. The third game ends in a driving sequence. I don't know. Yeah, it does. Remember. But the second one doesn't end that way. The second one ends with a, a running and a shooting kind of situation, which is... Running works a lot better. Yeah. And in those games, you didn't have a run option. You just, you had one speed and that's what you did. If something could outrun you, you had to turn around and shoot it. And that's how the floods were. They would catch up to you. I remember the first time I encountered the flood, I'd done that mission and then I'd done immediately straight from the spot where you first encountered them to the library where there's nothing but flood. And then when we got done doing that, I got sent back to where there was elites and grunts and everything. And I said, this is a relief. I love yeah. the Covenant. Thank goodness we got the... <laughs> it was just a huge difference in uh, how they fight. Yeah, but the Flood was more exciting. Oh, it was. It was harder, but more exciting yeah. for me anyway. Terrifying parasite the Flood is. Yeah. Uh, did you know what started the Flood? No. Oh, in Halo lore, the Forerunners, the people who built the Halo arrays, uh, hold what is called a mantle of responsibility. They make sure everything in the galaxy is balanced and species don't go extinct and things work out well. Mm -hmm. um, and they weren't supposed to get the mantle from of responsibility. Humans were supposed to get it millennia ago because these creatures called the precursors held the mantle before them. And they controlled everything. And they could shapeshift. They were made of like dust who could just become other things. And they used themselves to make other species. And humans was one of them. They made the forerunners who grew to be powerful, as you know. And humans, and they wanted humans to get the mantle of responsibility from them when they moved on to another, I guess, galaxy or something. Yeah, Forerunners didn't take that kindly. They did a civil war and won. Almost lost everybody, though. It was almost impossible to win. They were such an advanced species themselves, the precursors were. The few that survived took ships to the edge of the galaxy and went dormant as their dusty form. And after a long, long time, the humans, who were living peacefully pretty much under the 
Forerunner's rule uh, had their own empire going, really. They went out into the edges of the galaxy and discovered these empty ships that had uh, this dust in it, and they couldn't figure out what the dust was good for. They studied it, and they figured out if they put it on uh, their pets, mainly dogs, mm-hmm. the dogs would get cool stripes and colors. And over, okay. yeah, and so it made them more appealing. And they also made them more docile. And so they ended up taking those striped pets of theirs. And eventually the parasite, the dust, spread to the population of the planet as well over mm-hmm. like hundreds of years. And before they realized what was going on, they had like a major outbreak in these little areas of the galaxy in human space. And they decided the only way to stop it was to burn the planet and everything on it. And then they had done that. And then they found some in the Forerunner space. And the Forerunners hadn't noticed it going on yet. So they burnt the Forerunners planets that had it too to keep it from spreading. The Forerunners didn't know what was going on. They thought they declared war. They fought the humans. And about that time that war started, the flood pulled back disappeared completely hmm. i guess so because it, it, it knew that we would destroy each other instead of it yeah um and then by the time the forerunners won they degraded their being mantle of responsibility people they degraded us to caveman days and sent us back to our home world and then the uh flood showed up again so the forerunners had to try and fight it off and they eventually got to the point where they had to just destroy everything the flood would use, which is anything larger than single cell life. So they did that and kept some species safe in shield worlds. A halo array wouldn't hit, but the halos went off, destroyed all sentient life in the galaxy, except for the few that was in the shield worlds like humans. The flood is back because they had a few research stations to study it. And the covenant, when they found the halo, let it loose. But no, so the precursors turned into that dust. The dust went mad throughout the eons in the space and nothing to do and turned into a flood. Oh. So it's kind of like they're getting revenge on the forerunners for what happened to them. Now, their gar- now, the mantle means they were supposed to protect all life and in a way, spreading life as the flood, even if it is all flood, is still doing their job. So I guess in their madness, it seems okay. Mm-hmm. But that's how the flood got started. That's cool. I don't know if a lot of that comes up in the games as much as it does in the books. I learned all that from a Forerunner saga. They made a series of three books that covered the last few days of the Forerunner Empire. And they explained how all that happened. Most Forerunners had forgotten by the time the flood showed up that they had ever rebelled against their former masters or anything. They didn't even know about them. It had taken so long. They played the long game. Also, some of the humans' minds were broken down instead of turning like their military leaders when they were at war with the Forerunners. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them were broken down and turned into computers like Guilty Spark and them are actually old human turned into AI by the Forerunner. Oh. I think his name was like Chalks or something. I might be wrong about that last part, but I know that they some of them are humans. Have you played Halo lately besides the one me and you played? No, the last time I played a little bit of the first one was after we stopped streaming that. It's a huge difference between Halo and Halo Reach, isn't there? Yeah, the first one's the best. Halo is the first game made by Bungie that was a Halo game, of course. And the last Halo game made by Bungie was Reach. And a lot of people didn't like Reach because it broke up the story from the books just a bit. I didn't read the books, so it don't matter to me. Yeah, that's the same <laughs> I say when I watch something on TV that it's not the same. Well, the Halo TV series, it's like an alternate reality story, so it isn't exactly at all related to the books. Well, if I was going to watch it, I'm not. That's, I hear it's not very good. If I was going to watch it, I would want it to be more like the games because that's all I've I haven't read the books out, yeah. so I wouldn't know. Well, the only game it really messed up that the books was Reach. And I don't know why they decided to do it that way. Unless they just didn't care because they were getting out of the business and moving. That's a possibility. Yeah. Now they made Destiny and Destiny 2. I'm sure you've heard of it, never played it. I've heard of it, yes. Yeah. 
I played it something. Played Destiny 2 with some friends the other day. I realized I now, I started playing Destiny as it fell from popularity due to all the layoffs and bad quality control issues. So I probably should have gotten into it before it happened. But here we are. Uh, we well, can- I'm usually late to things that people seem to like. I was late to Pokemon. Like Game of Thrones. <laughs> people loved it and it took me a long time to watch it. I've read the books and the shows. And then I loved it when I watched it. Well, the later series suck. If you haven't read the books, I guess I don't, but they really suck. Well, I haven't read the books, but um, the one with Matt Smith. Yeah. I liked them. Did they ever come out with the new season? Wasn't they supposed to come out with a new season? It's something dragon, isn't it? House of the Dragon. Yeah. And and yeah, they came out from new when it started and I won't watch it because I've read that book and I've already, I know how that goes. Uh, see, I liked them, mm-hmm. but now I'm just waiting because aren't they supposed to come out with a new season of that? Yeah. I mean, it's already, it started. Oh. I'm pretty sure it started. So I can watch it on HBO. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it started. Uh, I keep seeing advertisements for it. Hmm. I haven't. I know. So yeah, you could you could probably get into it. I recommend reading or at least getting the audio book somewhere. I can't because I tried getting Audible today and where we have the family account, it won't let me download it or it won't let me subscribe. We should get back into playing Halo. I stream about every day now. Elden Ring, but mm-hmm. we could play Halo and it'd be Yeah, I watched it. You sounded fine, but I had no interest after you got whacked with a um, dragonfly. That was the first episode. Uh, you should watch some of the later ones. There's giants after me and dogs and zombies and skeletons. I just have no interest in Elden Ring. I like Elden Ring. At all. It it bores me We could actually so much. co-op that. Why would I want to? I don't know. I like uh, Dark Souls games. Didn't like Bloodborne. Didn't like Sekiro. I like Elden Ring and all the Dark Souls games. I don't. I can't think of a Halo game you would like that isn't Halo. The first one. I mean, yeah, but the the Infinite. You would the like, second one. You would like Halo Infinite and Halo Three. I know, but you never really finished Halo Three. Uh, Halo Infinite's a massive open world. It's, you got a whole Halo to run around on. You could just choose to be in one spot or another. Kind of cool considering how different it is from the other Halos, but how the same. And you get a grapple. You have bases you could take over. Once you get to bases, you can have a dropship drop you a particular vehicle, like their version of a Hornet, so you could just fly around. You could select which weapons you want to take off in. It's just fun. There's no real, really weird enemies like the Flood or anything, but there's Covenant-like creatures and stuff. I think they call it Zeta Halo. Hmm. A bunch of people called the Fallen have taken it, and you're trying to take it. Yeah, the Fallen are rebels against the covenant before they fail as much damage as the unsc done to the covenant the fallen were the ones really causing them problems when the covenant are gone they're really causing us more problems so the covenant are gone halo 3 and halo 2 take care of the covenant issue oh the covenant breaks in halo 2 if you recall that's why you work as the with the arbiter that's kind of sad yeah but you get the elites on your side and a few hunters and a few grunts but mostly i think i remember somewhat about that yeah it's It's been a long time well, you could play Halo 2, even if you don't play it with me. Play Halo 3. Well, you always want to play Elden Ring and haven't asked me to play Halo. Okay, I play Elden Ring. I don't want to play Elden Ring. I need to stream something, and I like Elden Ring, and I don't want to play Fallout 4 just yet until the new update shows up to give us next-gen graphics and stuff. And then I'll start Fallout 4, because I like Fallout 4 more than Elden Ring. I like Fallout. Just in general, more than Elden Ring. I don't talk to you about that in a new uh, TV series. You should watch it. Get an idea about Fallout. It ain't out yet. I think it will come out to like February or March, maybe April. I don't remember. What was that island? The silent cartographer in Halo. 
Remember that mission? No. It's the one where you're on the pretty island and have to ride the uh, warthog around it and go inside these things and press buttons. Map. That sounds about like all of Halo I remember. Yeah. Oh, I also like the really snowy maps. Halo has a way of snowy maps and beaches. Every commercial or every uh, game review thing I used to watch on G4 back in the day, when they would talk about Halo, they would show the silent cartographer's map and all the sandy beaches and the enemies running around it in their flashy colors because the Covenant used plasma and shiny stuff. And it really made the game look good. Those two did. And the snow ones were just nice because the first time I ever played Halo was around Christmas. Mm-hmm. I guess that was snowy. I remember the first one, the first time we played it. I want to say we were at our great aunt Pinky's house. Yeah, we were. And we stayed up all night eating those what are they cosmic brownies yeah <laughs> and just snack food it was um all night she was mad she didn't like it <laughs> uh it was uh around christmas and she had got me that for christmas it was halo xbox is that bundle. one of the ones that you snuck out of the? no it was the halo xbox bundle she just bought it and let me have it early oh yeah i never played halo except for on a school pc or something until then and it was right before halo 2 came out I remember playing it on a PC as well. That was school. They had them installed, had the samples or the No, trial. I wasn't at school. Oh, I was well, at home. Well, they had them installed at schools too. I probably did install it on PC at one point or another. I know I bought it on PC. I remember the box, Halo box sitting around the house. It's still down at the old house. Just the box. I don't know where the disc is. I, I don't <laughs> even know if a PC or a disc drive anymore. Yeah. I really miss. I wish they would find a way for all games to be able to be played on modern things now. Uh, that's what the PC is all about. If you buy a game on Steam, it's just there in your library forever, whatever PC you end up with, no matter how old. Hmm. That's the appeal of PC gaming. You always have your games if you buy them on Steam or some other digital store, but Steam is the one that people know and trust because it had Half-Life 2 on it. <laughs> Valve. The people that make, uh, you know Steam, they, they're they the people that make Left 4 Dead. Yeah. So games like Half-Life, Half-Life 2, uh, Team Fortress, and uh, Portal, all that. That's why Steam is where it is today, I guess. Remember we used to go to Mox's and we'd go to G2K, mm-hmm. I guess. And uh, that might have been where I remember playing probably, Halo. Yeah, go to their gaming. But I want to say it was on my computer too. Yeah, it was because I had the box. I'd go to that gaming room and that's the first time I played Half-Life 2 was there, Gordon Freeman. And then I got home and ended up with a laptop and played Half-Life 1, mm-hmm. which doesn't look as good, but it's still fun. Yeah. We we didn't cross-play a lot of games younger. You When you first found Sims, you stuck with it. And I really got into Civilization. No, I think Grand Theft Auto and Halo and Left 4 Dead are probably the only ones that you managed to get me to play and then I actually enjoyed. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. But we we had a bunch. For a long time, you would sit and play uh, Civilization with me. I liked hearing them talk. You know, (laughs) Leonard Nimoy done the voice acting. Oh, and... Roller Coaster Tycoon, I liked oh, it too. Yeah. Especially the one where you could test ride the ride and you wouldn't finish the roller coaster, so you would just go flying off. You can get that on your Xbox now. Really? Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can. I know I can get it on my phone too. The phone one wasn't that good. Oh no, it, it just the controls would be terrible. Um, it's just like the Sims, nothing on the phone is ever going to live up to the expectations of console or computer. At least not for a long time. Yeah. But that's just the way it is. Um, eventually, I should probably say, Dakota will be back. It's been the holidays. Everybody is busy. As a matter of fact, we're not even recording on a day we're supposed to record. We're recording the day before this comes out. So we were pressed for time. Anyway, do you know of anything else you want to say about Halo or a video game? So we can still, like, we can stream together. You've figured that out. Yep. Okay. Um, and as long as I speak up. So yeah, we could stream Halo now. Now, we, we will set up the streaming 
and keep the Twitter and the YouTube channel posts updates. So if you have the YouTube app, it'll you can look at our channel and see our posts and stuff. Um, I try to post if we're not going to be able to stream a day or if I'm not going to be able to stream. Uh, if it's a big holiday, expect me not to stream. And if something has come up and our internet's went down again, see, we just now got high speed internet and they're still building onto the network in our area. And so sometimes it goes down for a while and I won't be able to stream then. I'll still be able to get on cellular service and post that I can't stream that day. I'll make a better schedule. So far, it's between 11 and 12. Usually I'll hop on about 11 because um, I found out about 12 is when all the guests show up at the house. Mm. And everything barks and people scream and squawk and run about and it's just impossible to get anything done. See, the scheduling part is a little more difficult for me because I have to work around when Joey's going to be working a 24-hour shift. You could just pop the TV into a room where Joey's not. Yeah, but I'd have to pop the Xbox too. That's not so hard. We have worked out the kinks. Now we just got to get the schedule. Mine for Elden Ring is fine, except for the days that the internet don't work and then it's not fine. But I can't control that. That's all I got to say on that subject, I guess. Keep an eye on the Twitter, or, sorry, X, and on threads and stuff like that. But if it's a YouTube stream, I know for sure I always try to make a tweet and a or an exit and a, um, mm. and a YouTube post about it. If you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, we have Brother Knows Quest, Horrific History and Hauntings. Uh, the link will be in the link tree or the link in the description. It's the, once you click on it, it'll show you a whole bunch of stuff, all of our socials and everything. Feel free to go and subscribe. Reach out to us if you want to. The first major link you see on that link is our podcast website. You can subscribe to our podcast through that or just click on, uh, if we have almost every major podcast platform covered. Once you get into that website, and if not, you have the RSS feed. You can just copy it into your podcast search section of your app um, or just search the name of the podcast you like. You know how to use podcasts if you're listening to this. <laughs> if you're on YouTube, you can find us on YouTube. If you haven't found us on YouTube yet, thank you for listening. I've been Ramey. And I'm Beth. This has been Leveling Duo. Logging off. Logging off.